This is your host, Terry Noland, and this is your community. Come on in, grab a seat, and strap in. Welcome, friends, to this episode where we are talking about literacy leaders lead from where they are. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for being listeners of this podcast. Thank you for being a part of this community. And do me a favor, share the podcast, not because you are handpicking and hand-selecting individuals that you think would make good literacy leaders, but because everyone needs to be a literacy leader. Everyone needs to step up. This is a far and wide issue. This is something where we need to create community, people upon people. That's what this is about. We need more people to hear this message because there is a call right now. I am calling you into action. And today we're talking about leaders that lead from where they are. Remember, I say all the time, leadership is not about title or position. Leadership is about the person. And I want you to know, as you listen, you're here for a reason. You're here because, you know, have you ever heard the statement, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear? You've known this to be true. I promise you have. I've seen it to be true. Let's say you've gone to an event or heard someone speak and you say to yourself, oh my goodness, they're speaking to what I need exactly in this moment. They're speaking my love language. It's exactly what I needed to hear. Well, in this podcast today, when the content is ready, the student appears. You're the student. Let other people be students along with you. Let other people in on this journey because we need everyone. And the content that I'm sharing with you today is a culmination of things that I've been learning, as well as what I've been hearing from others. At Learning Ally, we hosted a Spotlight on Literacy Leadership Conference just a few days ago. I want you to go in the link in the description of the podcast and go register. It's free. You can get access to the recordings. And here's why you need to. Because that content is going to build you up as a leadership guru, a leadership professional, no matter where you sit. When we think about leading from where you are, you have to throw off the preconceived notions in education. That leadership is, I have a title. I'm a principal, an assistant principal, administrator, superintendent, whatever it is, that doesn't make you a leader. That makes you have a position. That means you can manage some things and that's good. We need that person. We need that role, but it doesn't mean you can lead. Leading is about the person. Leading leading is what's on the inside of us. Leading is who we are in our spirit, in our soul. Leading is the fabric of our being because we lead from a place of values. We lead from a place of integrity and authenticity. That's how we need to lead. One of the reasons we decided to put this particular content together is because of this growing message that I've been hearing and I know you've been hearing on social media, in the marketplace, and the growing message is this. So 
you may be saying to yourself, I'm beginning to understand that we probably haven't done right by our students when it comes to reading instruction. We need to do better. I believe that science is telling us how to teach our kids to read, that there's this body of knowledge that's not new. It's been around for a long time, for decades, in fact, and we are resurrecting this knowledge, bringing it to the forefront and standing on the science. I'm understanding it. I'm getting it. I'm on this journey, but I don't think others around me get it. I'm in a school district where we've still got some practices that don't move kids forward. I'm in a place where we're still doing balanced literacy. So what do I do to convince others around me? What do I do to influence? What do I do to get them on board? I've heard this message. You've heard the message. You may be the one saying the message. I've said the message. And that's why this content is for you. This content is for you and every other human being in education that cares about literacy. And so often in this social media blitz that we've seen, I've seen some practices that aren't making for good literacy leadership. Some of those practices are, here's the research. Let me hit you over the head with it. Now you need to understand what I am saying. Now, of course, that's an exaggeration, but you get what I'm saying here, right? We kind of take this, you better believe what I believe approach. And here, here's 10, 20, 30 articles, superintendent, you need to read these. And let's get real, people. If you were to give me 10, 20, 30 articles, they are going to sit on my desk for a week. Then I'm going to pick them up and move them over to a shelf, never to be looked at again, collecting dust. I don't have time to read that. I'm not reading them. I just don't have time for that. We're busy people. We have to lead differently. That's not literacy leadership. And that's why when I say we've got to lead from where we are, we have to lead from where we are. We have to lead differently. We can't lead like the masses because if we lead like the masses, we're at the bottom of the mountain. Leaders rise to the top of the mountain, finding the very discrete elements that makes moves. So that's why I've put this content together. That's why we did a Spotlight on Literacy Leadership event. That's why. It's because we're about creating literacy leaders that lead differently. And you know that message on social media comes across sometimes as harsh. We get bold behind a computer, get bold behind a screen. And as literacy leaders, I want us to move from harsh to hopeful. We're the hope bearers. That's what we have to be. I am not out here to condemn. It's not about condemnation. It's about affirmation. Remember, everyone is at a different point in their journey. You're at a different point in your journey. Lead from where you are. You know, the new NAEP scores that came out, and I hope you have listened to the podcast that I did with our VP of Academic Content, Dr. Molly Ness, where we said, let's lead differently. Let's don't lead with doom and gloom. Look where we are. It's terrible. Oh my goodness. No, let's lead with hope. Let's lead with affirmation. It's a temperature check. 
That's all it is. It's a temperature check. Data is not a moment for condemnation and blame. And look what others did. Let's just say it's where we are. Now, what are we going to do about it? I don't know your position. I don't know your title. But if you're here listening, I know that you're a literacy leader. We got to lead from where we are. One of the things that I want us to understand as we move into this content of this podcast is have a shared understanding of reading instruction and making sure that we're all coming from the same place. Hopefully, if you've been a part of this community for long enough, you'll know what that shared place is. First of all, when we hear science of reading, we need to understand it's not an ideology. We have to understand it's a body of knowledge. It's a body of research. It's a body of science that's been around for a long time. We have to understand that we're not just talking about language comprehension or word recognition and isolation, that we are talking about the totality of what makes skilled readers. It's about all, not about either or. It's also about the science of implementation and the science of teaching reading. There are so many factors that come into play. And when we have this shared understanding, it gives us a baseline of where we're leading from. And when you lead, you have to lead from a place of knowing, a place of understanding what I stand for. And here's the thing I need you to know. There is a lot of research You could be reading a research article a day and never get through them all. You could be reading a book a week and never get through them all. It doesn't mean that you have to wait until you're finished with the knowledge. You can't wait for perfect before you lead. You can't be perfect. I'm sorry, none of us are. We have perfect moments, but we do not have perfection consistently. We want to make sure that you are leading during your journey, that you are building your confidence, building your knowledge all along the way. Don't wait for perfection. Lead from where you are. Let's say that you're standing in front of the school board and you want to bring some of this knowledge that you've been learning. Bring some of this to the forefront and say, let's see if we can get together and do some investigation around how this could look different in our school or district. And when you stand in front of that school board, your knees might be knocking and you might get a little bit sweaty, let's face it, because that's life. That's real. That's what happens to us when we get nervous. And you're saying to yourself, I would never do that. We can't wait. Lead from where you are. You may not have all of the knowledge. You don't need all of the knowledge. You just need a passion to move forward. And you know what happens in the moments where you step out in courage, you gain confidence in the moment. You don't have to know it all when it comes to the science of reading, the science of implementation, the science of teaching, reading, system structures in the schools. Because if you waited until you knew it all, you would still be waiting and there would be no moves happening. We don't want people that are content rich and action poor. We want people that get content, get growth, 
and get out there and do the work. I've got a mentor that says all the time, learn a little, do a little, learn a little, do a little. And we've got to learn and grow along the way. Lead from where you are. Let's take actions along the way. Let's don't wait. Brene Brown tells us that anytime you do something for the first time, it is going to be terrible. Embrace the terrible. Embrace it. Know what's going to happen. The first time you send an email to your superintendent requesting a meeting, the first time you stand in front of the school board, the first time you talk to your colleague to try and gain an ally, oh, it's going to be scary. It's going to be hard and it's probably going to be terrible. But that's how we lead from where we are. That's how we lead and show ourselves to be growers and learners and doers. Because bottom line, this is about reading for our kids. Things are not going to go exactly as you have planned in your head. And when you get to the end of whatever courageous step you took, evaluate it. What could you have done better? Where could you, you have studied more for the knowledge? What could you have said differently? See where you messed up. Get better next time. Don't wait for perfection. Something else we need to understand in leading from where we are and why we can't wait for perfection is why literacy? We got to know our why, as Simon tells us, Simon Sinek. We have to know that literacy underpins everything. Literacy is important and we can't wait. We have to act. We have to lead from the position we are in. Literacy underpins my self-efficacy, my self-esteem. It underpins the opportunities that are in front of me. The fact that I need to have literacy skills in everything I do in my life, reading, speaking, writing, listening, in order to go out and be a productive member of my community. To buy a car, buy a house, go to the grocery store, navigate the roads. It underpins everything. You have to believe that. And if you believe that, you won't wait for perfection you'll get in the game. We also have to understand this urgency in literacy. You have to believe this urgency. Do we have a perfect curriculum that's out there? Nope. Do we have a perfect system in place that is out there? Nope. Do we have perfection here? Nope. Doesn't matter. Let's go out and make sure that we're building the urgency, getting educators trained and doing small chunks along the way. We can't wait because this urgency is real. Every passing day, another child, their self-esteem is crushed. Another child is moving along in school and being passed along and they still can't read. Kids are graduating and leaving our classrooms and moving on. And their life is now determined by the way that they read. There is urgency. We also have to understand that the workforce is demanding more. Do you realize that our workforce is requiring higher level skills, higher qualified people, people that come in that need precision of skill? And we're not producing students from our schools with that caliber. 
We're not meeting the demands of the marketplace. And if we're not creating highly qualified individuals to go out and secure jobs, who's filling those jobs? We have to believe that literacy is the currency of the 21st century. We have to believe that literacy is everything. The emails you write, the text you send, the conversations you have, the books you read, whatever it is, leadership is the currency. If you believe these things, then that's why this content is for you and everyone else. There is a massive call for leaders. Have you ever heard of an all call? Meaning I'm calling everybody up. I've got the loudspeaker. I'm calling up everyone. There is a massive call with a massive message and it needs to be heard by all, not just a few. In our Spotlight on Literacy Leadership event, we had several individuals from different places and spaces from where they lead, from a superintendent seat to a general educator seat to a community advocate. They are leading from where they are because they believe these things about literacy and they're not waiting for perfection. In fact, we heard about their failures and their failures is where they learned. And these stories, I heard them say, if I could go back and change something, I would go back and change the fact that I thought I could do it on my own. I thought my voice was enough and I realized I was wrong. I would go back and change my thinking around this is a more than me proposition. It's not about me. It's about we moving forward. That's why there is an all call. It's for everybody. We have to rally the troops because my voice alone is not as powerful as the voice of many. We don't want our kids falling through the cracks. We don't want our kids in juvenile justice systems. We don't want our adults waiting until they're in prison to be diagnosed with some type of a learning disability or dyslexia. That's not right. The founder of Learning Ally, Anne McDonald, said that liber literacy is not a privilege. Literacy is a right. So that's why we need you. That's why we need parents, paraprofessionals, general educators, special educators, superintendents, district administrators. We need an entire community to answer the call. We're here for that purpose. Remember when I told you the student is ready, the content appears? Well, we need everybody in this fight, like I said. Leadership is not about where we sit, it's about how we show up. And that's why I wanna to talk to you about leading up, leading across, and leading down. And I'm gonna give you a bonus, and that is leading yourself. When we talk about leading up, leading across and down, let me explain these to you and give you some practical tips. Because remember, we don't lead from the bottom of the mountain with the masses. We do things differently from the top of the mountain. Leading up. This is teachers, classroom teachers, specialists, reading specialists. It doesn't matter. Teachers leading up leading up to their principals, leading up to their superintendent. The way you lead up to your administrator is you lift their load. Lift their load. They are busy people. They've got a lot to do. We're all busy people. 
and your job is to lift their load. They've got so much going on and to manage. They've got staff. They've got students, parents, constituents, the community. So my job is to say to them, do you have any literacy initiatives going on that I could help with? I would love to help. Now, I know what you what you're, might be thinking. That's taking on more work. As literacy leaders, we're hand raisers because we have to be. We're willing to take on more work. Our job is to lift their load, elevate the vision, the mission of the administrator. What can I do, administrator, to build up a community? Can I put together a family literacy night? I'll take it on. I'll lead it. I want us to execute on your vision and mission. There's also leading across. Leading across is where I care more about completing my teammates than competing with my teammates. I want to make sure that I am helping out in their areas in which they're struggling and they help me out. This is about reciprocity. This isn't about me walking across the hall and saying to them, guess what? You're doing it wrong. I saw what you're doing in your classroom and that's wrong. Now, listen, I know we probably don't do that, but sometimes the way we speak and the way we approach people, it can come across as that way. Let's complete them. My job is to go and ask them, hey, you know what? I, you want to come see and watch me model a lesson? And I would love to get your feedback on the way I'm doing things. Let's talk about it. Let's have a discussion. This is about both of us together. Can I go into your room and maybe help you out with something that you're struggling with? That's what I would love to do. I want to lead across or maybe whether you're leading up across down, it doesn't matter if you've come across a new article, a new book, whatever it is, here's a top of the mountain leadership move. You take the one article, you put a sticky note on the front and says, turn to page two of this article. I've highlighted this particular quote, passage, paragraph. And here's my thoughts about that. I would love for you to read it and hear your thoughts. Guess what? I can handle that. I can read a quote. That's not hard. Anybody can read a quote. This is where leadership is top of the mountain moves, not bottom of the mountain. Let me send you over the 30 articles you need to read. What about leading down? Leading down starts with me as a person in a position, superintendent, principal, whatever it is, and I lead down. And my job is to resource people, empower people, and celebrate people. But I have to tell you, if you are going to empower people, you have to resource them fully because empowerment without resourcing leads to frustration. So if you are a superintendent, like we had at our spotlight event, where yes, I'm getting this whole movement around the the knowledge around how we should do reading instruction, but you just go and say, okay, everybody to their own devices. That's not going to work. Resource them. 
get the right tools, get job embedded coaching, get the professional learning they need, sit in on the professional learning with them. You know what? I've often heard it said that as a teacher in the classroom, how in the world do I feel about a principal or a superintendent coming in and evaluating on me on something that they don't even know themselves? You want to show collective efficacy as an administrator? Go in, sit in, and learn right alongside them. Now I want to talk about leading you. Leading you is one of the hardest things that you can do, I promise you, because leading ourselves is we're with ourselves all the time. We are in our head all of the time. We're in our heart all of the time and leading us is hard. And the best way to lead yourself is to grow, is to grow. John Maxwell says all the time is that growth is the only guarantee that tomorrow gets better. Growth is the only thing that's going to make me rise to the top of the mountain. And so I can't expect to lead up, across, or down if I'm not leading myself. If I am not doing the things that I need to be doing, I've got to lead myself. In all of these different scenarios, we want to make sure that once again, we are not being harsh, but we're leading with hope. We're not condemning others, but we are affirming others. We're talking about people here. We're talking about people that care about kids here. It's not about me and my beliefs. It's about us coming together and making sure that we're leaning on our experts to guide us. And in all of these scenarios, whether it's with yourself, with others, I want you to know that you've got to give grace. You have to give grace. Forgiving yourself, forgiving others. One of the biggest things that can happen sometimes is when you do start to understand, wow, I think we haven't really been doing right by our reading instruction. You might have to deal with some guilt. You might have to deal with some healing. Thinking about all the kids that maybe you didn't address the right way. Forgive yourself, forgive others. Receive grace as much as you give grace. So I said there's an all call. I want to end this podcast with a story. And that story is about Rich Strike, who won the Kentucky Derby this past year in 2022. I don't know if you're a Kentucky Derby fan. I'm I like the Kentucky Derby, but I don't necessarily watch it every year. I love the stories that come out of it. This year, Rich Strike was an alternate. Rich Strike and his team showed up to the racetrack. Others said, why are you even here? I mean, you're not being called up. And 15 minutes before the race, they still had hope. But... 15 minutes before they get a call. Nope, we're not going to need you. All the horses are here on the track, ready to go. So the team of Rich Strike started to pack up their belongings. And then five minutes before the race, they got a call that said, you're being called up. Are you ready? You better believe that team was ready. And that horse got on the track 
with hardly any time to spare, and that horse won the race. It's an inspiring story, big, inspiring story. And that's why this message of leading from where you are, you may see yourself as sitting on the bench, as the alternate. There's nothing inside of me that can be a literacy leader. What do you mean? That's for other people to do. Stop thinking that way. Get in the race. Be ready. Jump in. Rich Strike was ready. Rich Strike was in the race and Rich Strike won the race. There's an all call. We got to lead from where we are. Listen, friends, I need every one of you. You need others. We need each other for this fight. Let's do it together. Make sure you share this podcast with others. Get in that description. Go and register for that recorded content. It's free. I will see you next week. Thank you for going on the journey today. Thank you for being present. Thank you for continuing to grow and learn. If we are going to make an impact on education, create significance in the lives of our students, we need you. If you want to learn more about Learning Ally, visit us at learningally.org and be a part of a transformational community.